Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now!
Husband. Wife. Hey. Hey. Do you remember what we did last week? Ah, uh, offerings. And more offerings. And more offerings. And why repetitive offerings. And more offerings. Yeah. That that's pretty much it. Yeah. That was, was that was last week. That's what happened. Offerings galore. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we are covering Numbers chapters 30 and 31. And I peeked ahead and there might be a little bit of story happening oh, this time. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, maybe. I didn't I, I mean, read it. I just peeked. I'm, I'm good with a maybe. A maybe is so much better than, you know, something else. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this maybe. I too am looking forward to this maybe. Are we ready to get started on the maybe? I mean, I pulled it up. Are you ready to read it? Let's read it maybe. Let's go maybe. Hey. Hey. So guess what? What? We have a new subscriber to Patreon. Although no. it's not really new, but it's kind of new. How does new but not new work? So, um, her name's Natalie H. Hello, Natalie H. Thank you, Natalie. Um, we, uh, actually, Natalie subscribed on our Anchor form and then then stopped that one and, and then subscribed to our Patreon, which is kind of where we're angling for things to go. Oh, and so upped, she moved. And she upped her subscription for more. So, like, what? You know, it was better than what we had before with the Anchor thing. So, thank you so much, Natalie. Natalie! And on that note, just so everybody else knows, we do have a Patreon out there that you can subscribe to and help us out with our podcast. We like Natalie. She is just awesome. Natalie is awesome. We, we love her. Um, but it's patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Head there now and help us out. Yeah, do it. Okay, so now we're going to start Numbers Chapter 30. Awesome. The Law Concerning Vows. The Law Concerning Vows. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that sounds better than offerings. It also sounds better than begatting and... Yeah? It, yeah. So, I mean, at least those two things it's better than... Yeah, it can't be as bad as... <laughs> oh, also building the ark. Oh, God, that Jesus was awful. Christ. I hope they never go back to that. Or remember when we had to... Um, hear about all of the different laws regarding like the style of dress and yeah, all of no, the tabernacle fucking stuff. Fucking horrible. Fucking horrible. All right. Okay, let's do this. Yeah. Then Moses summoned the leaders of the tribes of Israel and told them, this is what the Lord has commanded. A man who makes a vow to the Lord or makes a pledge under oath must never break it. Hmm. He must do exactly what he said he would but do. But God can break his, right? Well, yeah. Okay. I'm just clarifying. God. just want to make sure. Yeah. Because, you know. And that's why you're supposed to put your hand on the Bible. Because if, <laughs> if, you, if you swear on the Bible, you're swearing to God. And if you, you know, don't follow through, then then you did a bad. Right, right. So that's that's where the swearing on the Bible comes from, probably. Probably, I at least mean, one you're of the things. Pledging an, under oath, you're making a vow to the Lord. Right, right. So don't break that shit. Yeah. Okay. okay. If a young woman makes a vow to the Lord or a pledge under oath while she is still living at her father's home, and her father hears of the vow or pledge and does not object to it, <laughs> then all her vows and pledges will stand. Wait, <laughs> your your vow or pledge to God is dependent on whether your your daddy, male figure your daddy in the house is, says it's okay. Yeah, do Daddy like it? Then it's okay. What like 
so the dad has more of a say than God does here. I when it comes to the woman and women in the house. Well, it's not a real pledge to God if Daddy says it's not. Uh, Daddy decides if it's. So what they're really saying is that women aren't real people. Yeah. Okay. I, I just you... was. I wanted to clarify that because yeah. it. That's kind of what it seemed like to mm-hmm. me. There is that mm-hmm. they're not real people. I'm glad. I'm glad that you, a white man, are on board <laughs> with explaining to me, just to make sure. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now, do I need your permission? Fuck no. Okay, just making sure. Would you even ask? No. I mean, no, no, no. Like that? You don't, no, no. Um, if our children make a vow, and you don't like it, does that matter? No. Because they can swear to God whatever the fuck they want, or not. Right, but I mean, our you know. children. Well, one of them is pretty atheist. I right. don't know about the other one. Right. <laughs> Questionable. But if her father refuses to let her fulfill the vow or pledge on the day he hears of it, then all her vows and pledges will become invalid. Uh-oh. So yeah, that okay. backs up so, what yeah. you said. Yeah. Not a real human. Yeah, not a real human. The Lord will forgive her. Because her father would not let her fulfill them. <laughs> it's God, okay. God understands. You're just a woman. You don't know, you stupid <laughs> vagina-bearing individual. <laughs> you and your uterus. Silly brain. Right, right. Silly, silly girl. Hell, yeah. Ugh, gross. Now, suppose a young woman makes a vow or binds herself with an impulsive pledge and later marries. If her husband learns of her vow or pledge and does not object on the day he hears of it... Her vows and pledges will stand, but what do you think is going to happen if he doesn't approve of it? Then it doesn't stand. Cause, yeah, you because know. women don't know anything, and they're just dunderheads. Right, but I'm, I'm just trying to think of an example of like what kind of vow what if would she, this mean? What if like, she's what like, I promise I will cook you dinner on Thursday, <laughs> right. and then the husband's like, you are not going to cook anybody but me dinner on Thursday, bitch. Right. And right. then she's like, but I promised on God that I would go over to my friend's house and make them dinner. Well, you can break that fucking vow because I don't think it stands. Right. And God forgives you for making a dumb vow because you should have asked my permission. You should have asked my permission first. You're just a woman. Yeah. Stupid bitch. (laughs) I mean, basically, that's what he's saying, right? You stupid bitch. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. I hate this book. But if her husband refuses to accept her vow or impulsive pledge on the day he hears of it, he nullifies her commitments and the Lord will forgive her. Hmm. I like how if she makes a vow, it can't possibly be serious. It's impulsive. So if Adam had just told Eve not to eat that fucking apple, mm-hmm. it would have been all okay. Yeah. Because, you know, here's the man. Oh, no, forgive her. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Just, she's just a dumb just bitch. Just impulsive, you know? She doesn't know. Yeah. Dumb bitches. Whatever. Bitches be bitches. Right. Yeah. If, but but since she did eat the apple, mm-hmm. it's all her fault, and she sucks, yeah, and and yeah. and women suck, and women are idiots. Yeah, that's it was. But you I know, mean, if Adam would have just spoke up, he did. He I'm told her saying. not to eat it. So really, she should be forgiven. I guess. But instead, we all. But he ate it too. I know. The whole thing is stupid. I hate this whole book. If, however, a woman is a widow or is divorced, she must fulfill all her vows and pledges. Ah, so then you get to be a real woman. Yeah. You're responsible (laughs) for your own thoughts if there's no man in your life to to make it better for you. Yeah. Okay. You're on your own, bitch. Hmm. Okay. But suppose a woman is married and living in her husband's home when she makes a vow or binds herself with a pledge. If her husband hears of it and does not object to it, her vow or pledge will stand. But if her husband refuses to accept it on the day he hears of it, her vow or pledge will be nullified and the Lord will forgive her. So 
her husband may either confirm or nullify any vows or pledges she makes to deny herself. I see. But if he does not object on the day he hears of it, then he is agreeing to all her vows and pledges. If he waits more than a day and then tries to nullify a vow or pledge, he will be punished for her guilt. Ah. So, <laughs> so basically, all you got to do is tell your husband the thing that you want to tell him and then knock him out for a day and yeah. you're good. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's what yeah. I would do. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm no stupid head. That's what I would do. Not my fault. These are the regulations the Lord gave Moses concerning relationships between a man and his wife and between a father and a young daughter who still lives at home. Mm. The end. I, I just find it really disturbing that God had something to say about how women had nothing to say. Yeah. That's that's really fucked women up. Women are stupid and bad and wrong and dumb. Like, there's and, a whole chapter on how women don't yeah. mean anything, basically. Yeah, they need a man to to tell you if the thing that came out of their mouth is valid or not. Yeah, that's dumb. That's despicable. Right. And how did the human race continue? How, how did we get this far? How is this still something that people listen to and abide by? But you know, know what, though? I mean, I hear it reiterated even still today. Like, yeah. I mean, even your parents, like mm-hmm. the woman is lesser. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. This it's is, disgusting. This is, this is just fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was that chapter. So yeah. are you ready to We killed that. To, yeah. <laughs> you ready to move on to the next chapter? Uh, how? Yes. Right, let's do it. Okay, so chapter 31. Yeah. Ready? Is this about how much women suck? I don't know. It's about how Israel takes vengeance on Midian. I think we're done talking about women. They move on weirdly. Like it's, so we went from like offerings to women suck to now we're going to take vengeance on some group of people. Yeah, I I don't think that this is like a um, story that progresses correctly. It's just a bunch of, this is a thing. It's like they had a bunch of scrolls, and they're like, throw that one there, this one here, and uh, yeah, I don't know, just stick that one over in that place. I think it's worse than that. I think that they had a bunch of scrolls, they threw them into a pile on the table, (laughs) and they just grabbed one. Well, they at least sorted them into, like, you know, the the big sections, the Exodus and the Leviticus and the, the numbers and shit. Maybe. Because, like, you know, there's, there's some consistency in, in each chapter of some type. Sort of. I guess. I don't know. The whole thing just feels messy and stupid. Well, it definitely is. So I'm kind of blah about it, quite Got honestly. It. I'm, I'm like, no. No credence. None. Okay. Okay. Then the Lord said to Moses, on behalf of the people of Israel, take revenge on the Midianites for leading them into idolatry. Oh. Oh. Okay. Wait. It was the, it was the Moabites that... So, like, there was the one Midianite woman that... Like, the Midianites were... From what I understood, it was, um, what's that dude's name, Balaam? Mm-hmm. Um, he was Midianite. Mm-hmm. And then there was the Midianite woman that um, that they speared mm-hmm. in the, the tent that, you know, that guy, one guy was doing yeah. something with. So they're like, go get him. But like, but the the big group was the Moabs because that's who, whatever. The Moabite. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's weird. I like, know. They're just like, okay, go get the Midianites. Go get them. Not the Moabites, but the Midianites. Maybe the Midianites were smaller and easier to... Probably, because they're, you know, wimps and they want to, <laughs> like, you know, pick on somebody not their own size. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. After that, you will die and join your ancestors. Wait, what? <laughs> go, go, go back and... Go back and... What was before that? 
On behalf of the people of Israel, take revenge on the Midianites for leading them into idolatry. After that, you will die and join your ancestors. Oh, he's talking to Moses. He's like, you're going to get revenge on these guys and then you're dead. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? Um, I got a party. I've got some other things I want to take care of. So I got a party at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, we're going to go do this over here. Yeah. Yeah. You guys do what you want. Um, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... All he has to do is be like, nah. <laughs> I mean, God would probably still kill him. Right, but God's going to kill him anyway. Right. So right. let me let me ask you this. You're going to go fight people and die, or you're going to go not fight people and die? Right. Which right. one do you choose? I, I I choose not fight people and die. You're fucked either way, so. So choose what you want to do. But he apparently really loves the Israelites. Like, he's, he's worried about that, uh, you know, successor and everything, right? So Whatever. This whole thing is just sucks stupid. knowing you're gonna die, right? Like, and God's telling you, like, dude, you're dead. Yeah, you're dead. You're so fucking dead. <laughs> I'd be like, so I am going to Disney, right? Since I'm gonna die anyway, I'm going out in style, right? Yeah, or whatever. I don't know why I said Disney. I don't like because why not? You know, but I don't know. It's whatever. the thing that people do when they do stuff. Yeah, or whatever. I guess. I guess. I don't, you know what? I don't want to go to Disney, though. I don't either. Quite honestly. Yeah. I really don't. I know. Okay. I just thought I'd put that out there since I accidentally put the other thing out sure. there. Sure. Yeah. No Disney for me. Okay. Right. So, Moses said to the people, choose some men and arm them to fight the Lord's war of revenge against Midian. From each tribe of Israel, send 1,000 men into battle. So, they chose 1,000 men from each tribe of Israel, a total of 12,000 men armed for battle. Then Moses sent them out, 1,000 men from each tribe, and Phinehas, son of Eleazar the priest, led them into battle. The guy who speared the woman and the guy. The guy who did the guy with the guy? Yeah. Yeah. They carried along the holy objects of the sanctuary and the trumpets for sounding the charge. Why? Because. Why do you? I never understood that. Like, you know, it always it never made sense to me why there was somebody carrying a fucking flag in war. Yeah. I'm like, dude, just give him a goddamn gun or bow and arrow or something. Like, yeah. what the fuck's the flag for? I don't. Like, yeah, look, I can see who's going to kill me. But you know what? I'd that's, rather. That's the first have an guy extra would guy that's going to, you know, be killing them. Like, yeah. dude. Like, if you saw a whole army and a guy in a flag, wouldn't the first thing that you shoot for be the guy with the flag? I mean, no, because he's fucking pointless. Like, I w- that would be my first. I would be like, yeah, get their symbol bearer dead. Whatever. I mean, somebody else will pick it up, though, because that's the way they did things. Good. And shoot that guy, too. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> It'll make them all scramble. It makes five people scramble for the flag while, right. yeah, I guess that is smart. See? Kind of. Yeah, so. See? It makes sense. But I still don't understand why the fuck somebody carries a flag in war. Why does a king go into battle? That makes no fucking sense to me. Right. Yeah. You're the leader. Why are you going into battle? Well, oftentimes they were the most highly skilled fighters too. So sometimes. I mean, at least that's maybe. But not always. Not always. It's just, I don't know. There was a bunch of stupid shit for war back then. Okay. Like, this Not that there's not stupid shit now. But, okay, even as early as, like... Or as recent as Star Trek, the original series, like fucking Captain Kirk and Spock and um, Bones, they went on every single mission. Every single mission. But it's okay. Only the red shirts die. I know. But that's what I'm saying. Like every single episode that we watched, like he's going and we're like, that's stupid. That's stupid. stupid. That's stupid. Yeah. 
I'm glad they really fixed that in the next generation. Yeah. But Occasionally they go. Yeah. But not all the time. Every time. There's Kirk usually a went, reason, like a special occasion that they go. Kirk went every time. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kirk was, you know, he was he all was, strong. He was a man's man. He was a man's man, yeah. He was, he was God's man. Right, yeah. He was a god He had to show man. off that prowess, you know? Oh, my God. And flirt with the women, the local women. He didn't flirt. He fucked. <laughs> you know he fucked. He got busy all over the galaxy. He sure did. Man. He spread that seed. Right? Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got off on Star Trek. Let's yeah. let's head back into... Uh, Bible. Bible. Mm. Hmm. they attacked Midian as the Lord had commanded Moses and they killed all the men all five of the Midianite kings Evie, Rechem, Zur, Hur, and Reba died in the battle they also killed Balaam son of Beor with the sword they fucking killed Balaam he blessed them Whatever. What the fuck is that shit? Whatever. What the fuck is that shit? He dead. I told you. He was. What the. <laughs> what in the hell is this shit? They just like to kill people. That's such a bunch of crap. Women are dumb. Men kill people. That's the I Bible. I don't. Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. You I guess. Good? I guess. You good over there? Balaam talked to God, though. Well, but. So why did they kill Balaam? What the fuck did Balaam got told by God? I mean, do you remember the talking ass and the fucking invisible angel and all the bullshit he went through for God? But we also did a Q and A about him, and he was not all totally altruistic. But okay, I I get that there's more to the story, maybe. But according to the Bible that we're reading, yeah, that's true. He did nothing but what God told him, nothing, and then he went there to the Moabites. And mm-hmm. he fucking blessed the Israelites mm-hmm. and said, they're going to destroy you. But then what do they do? They turn around and they destroy the Midianites mm-hmm. and fucking Balaam. Yeah. I'm a little bit incensed here because... It makes no fucking sense. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Why did this guy die? I don't, I don't it's know. It's stupid. Maybe... Um... I don't. I, I got nothing. I, I got, got nothing. nothing either. It's fucking stupid. That's what it is. I know. I agree with you. I don't like this story. It's fucking trash. <laughs> <laughs> it does make you wonder, like, why obey if you're just gonna die yeah, anyway? Like, dude, what? Yeah, what? What? What the fuck was all that? Like, like this, this just makes no sense. It makes no sense. Okay, I'm sorry. You good? I no, but yeah. Carry on. Carry on. Okay. Then the Israelite army captured the Midianite women and children and seized their cattle and flocks and all their wealth as plunder. They burned all the towns and villages where the Midianites had lived. After they had gathered the plunder and captives, both people and animals, they brought them all to Moses and Eleazar the priest and to the whole community of Israel, which was camped on the plains of Moab beside the Jordan River across from Jericho. See, they went past Moab. To go kill fucking Midianites. Mm -hmm. And the Midianite was there blessing their asses. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, we're going to go kill them. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Fuck. In the way that it makes no sense. You're so offended that you can't even word. It's true. (laughs) I I, I think our listeners know at this point when my voice goes up a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit offended. And I'm a little bit offended. I can tell. Because Balaam fucking blessed them. And, you know... At this point, I'm just like, 
if somebody asked me to bless the fucking Israelites, I'd be like, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. This- like, you guys can fuck right the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like, no offense meant to any Israelites existing today. Right, right. Yeah, because no. Because you guys sure did have a a rough bit of it, you but know. these Israelites of the Bible? Hmm. I, I just want nothing to do with any of your religiosity. How about uh, right, that? Right, yeah. No, I, 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 we should clarify. We're talking as though we're reading this as a real thing. Yeah. Which it is not. But, but if, I mean, if this were real, this is stupid as fuck. But some of these things did happen, though. Some of these wars and fights yeah, and, sure. and all that stuff did no, happen. I, I, and actually, that kind of brings up something I was thinking about the other day. I was listening to a Throughline episode on NPR, mm-hmm. and uh, they were talking about the end of the Bronze Age. Mm-hmm. And it coincides time-wise with, like, Bible times somewhat. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because there's, like, a lot of things that collapsed at that point in time. And people were moving here, there, taking over this, that, and the other. And, like, there was all these this upheaval in the world at the time. And it just fits right in with all this bullshit. And, like, of course this religion can take hold because it's in the middle of, like, all this crap that's just gone wayward. And, yeah. And here they are. They're like, follow this God and we're going to kill you if you don't. And they're like, But that's okay because okay, we're going to kill you anyway. Oh, oh, Jesus. Let's all just kill everything. Kill everybody and right. rape all the women. Right. Yeah. Moses, Eleazar the priest, and all the leaders of the community went to meet them outside the camp. But Moses was furious with all the generals and battles, I mean captains, generals and captains, sorry, okay. who had returned from the battle. Why was he furious? Because they won and now he's going to die. Why have you let all the women live? <laughs> what? Why have you wet, let all the women live, he demanded. These are the very ones who followed Balaam's advice and caused the people of Israel to rebel against the Lord at Mount Peor. Wait, when did Balaam give... Okay. There's obviously a missing section here that they forgot Mm -hmm. to put in the Bible. We covered it in our Q&A. Yeah, I know. But they they missed a big chunk in the Bible here. Yeah. And and it kind of pisses me off. Yeah. Okay. They, these women that you let live are the ones who caused the plague to strike the Lord's people. So kill all the boys and all the women. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. They caused the plague. Yeah, they did. No, no, no. No. <laughs> God caused the plague. Oh, I know. Because he was plaguing the Israelites because they were fucking worshiping the other gods and fucking women from yeah, the other gods. But it was the women's fault. Yeah. Fuck that. The fucking men and the fucking people that were fucking... My brain is melting down. I know. I'm sorry. Didn't you know, honey, that when you fuck people, (sighs) it's it's the women's fault that you fucked. You are not responsible for your dick. And that's why girls have to wear um, clothing that hides their body because men are not responsible for their wieners. Mm. And I agree Okay, so they should not have driver's licenses or be allowed to vote since they're not responsible for what their dicks do. Yeah, you covered that. Right. But, I mean, this proves my point, though. Right. It's always the women's fault because women are awesome and smart and good and controlling. And men are like, my my wiener, it wants me to do a thing. I cannot help it. I'm dumb. Men should, if, if men can't control themselves, they should not. But they they literally have these women, and now what? They're going to kill them as mm-hmm. captives? They're going to just know. fucking execute them? Ready? Ready? Okay, I'm, I'm ready. So kill all the boys and all the women who have had intercourse with a man. Oh, my God. Only the young girls who are virgins may live. Oh, my God. 
You may keep them for yourselves. Oh, my God. And how do you find out if a girl is a virgin, honey? Hmm. You finger fuck her. Didn't you know? Because you can tell um, if she's a virgin by if her hymen is intact. Except that's a myth because some girls don't even have hymens. Yay! So they just die. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Except that, I mean... But the rest of them are going to get in, sold into slavery and raped, basically. So yeah. that's... And, yeah. and that's godly. That's, yeah. Apparently. And all of you who have killed anyone or touched a dead body must stay outside the camp for seven days. You must purify yourselves and your captives on the third and seventh days. Well, at least they held to those things. Mm, you know, that's very mm. important shit right there. Purify all your clothing, too. And everything made of leather, goat hair, or wood. What? Okay. okay. Uh-oh. Here we go. Uh-oh. 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 I don't like hearing uh-oh after we just talked about executing women and children. Yeah. And and <laughs> and raping yeah. of the yeah. the plunder. Sure. Yeah. Because the next section is called the division of the booty. The <laughs> division. <laughs> and that's so funny because, you know, it's they're going to divide up the treasures, mm-hmm. the plunder, but the- also some of that treasure is booty. Yeah, you right. Know? Yeah, that's just it's just the fact that there's a chapter in the Bible called the division of the booty. Booty. Yeah, <laughs> that needs to be a band name or something. Division of the booty. Yeah, right. My booty done divided. <laughs> <laughs> then Eleazar the priest said to the men who were in the battle, "The Lord has given Moses this legal requirement." Oh, I bet he did. I bet he did. Anything made of gold, silver, bronze, iron, tin, or lead, that is, all metals that do not burn, must be passed through fire in order to be made ceremonially pure. These metal objects must then be further purified with the water of purification. But everything that burns must be purified by the water alone. On the seventh day, you must wash your clothes and be purified. Then you may return to the camp. Mm, Okay. Okay. And the Lord said to Moses, you and Eleazar the priest and the family leaders of each tribe are to make a list of all the plunder taken in the battle, including the people and animals. Because hmm. plunder. Yeah. It's great to plunder. Right. I like plunder. Yeah. Yeah. Then divide the plunder into two parts and give half to the men who fought the battle and half to the rest of the people. From the army's portion, first give the Lord his share of the plunder. (laughs) (laughs) One of every 500 of the prisoners and of the cattle, donkeys, sheep, and goats. Give this share of the army's half, you know, to Eleazar the priest as an offering to the Lord. Right, 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 right. right, Eleazar, keep it it in good... He'll keep it for you. Yeah, you know, he's got it. Yeah. From the half that belongs to the people of Israel, take one of every 50 of the prisoners and of the cattle, donkeys, sheep, and goats, and other animals. Give this share to the Levites, who are in charge of maintaining the Lord's tabernacle. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that's lucky. Yeah. Okay. So Moses and Eleazar the priest did as the Lord commanded Moses. We're just doing what, what God told us. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The plunder remaining from everything the fighting men had taken totaled 675,000 sheep and goats, 72,000 cattle, 61,000 donkeys, and 32,000 virgin girls. Oh, my God. They cataloged them as plunder. As plunder. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That really bothers me. Yeah. Like ownership of 
just whatever, yeah. just whatever. Yeah. Fuck this book. Right. Half of the plunder was given to the fighting men. It totaled 337,500 sheep and goats, of which 675 were the Lord's share. Six, I'm sorry, 36 cattle, 36,000 cattle, of which 72 were the Lord's share. There was only 12,000 fighters. That's a lot that they, they got, each got a lot Mm -hmm. of shit out of this. 30,500 donkeys, of which 61 were the Lord's share. And 16,000 virgin girls, of whom 32 were the Lord's share. You gotta figure. 12,000, right? And probably some of them died. So let's just, let's just say there's like 8,000 left. Dude, that's like... That's, that's, whatever. 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 It's, this is disturbing. It's disturbing. This I don't is, even want to, I don't even, yeah, I just, whatever. We're mathing. Yeah, no, I where know. Where these poor children, these girls. Yeah. Better that they had been killed almost, I think. Yeah. You know? Oh, it, it I'm sure it would be better. God. Moses gave all the Lord's share to Eleazar the priest, just as the Lord had directed him. Half of the plunder belonged to the people of Israel and Moses separated it from the half belonging to the fighting men. It totaled 337,500 sheep and goats, 36,000 cattle, and 30,500 donkeys, and 16,000 virgin girls. From the half share given to the people, Moses took one of every 50 prisoners and animals and gave them to the Levites, who maintained the Lord's tabernacle. All this was done as the Lord had commanded Moses. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord, you know, that wonderful guy who, um, you know, condones rape and murder and uh, slavery and stealing and sorry. Go on. Yeah. Please, please continue. Yeah. The Lord can kiss my ass. Oh, totally. He can divide my booty. Yeah. <laughs> Then all the generals and captains came to Moses and said, We, your servants, have accounted for all the men who went out to battle under our command, but not one of us is missing. So we are presenting the items of gold we captured as an offering to the Lord from our share of the plunder. Armbands, bracelets, rings, earrings, and necklaces. This will purify our lives before the Lord and make us right with him. So Moses and Eleazar the priest Receive the gold from all the military commanders, all kinds of jewelry and crafted objects. In all, the gold that the generals and captains presented as a gift to the Lord weighed about 422 pounds. I'm sorry, 420 pounds. Mm. All the fighting men had taken some of the plunder for themselves. So Moses and Eleazar the priest accepted the gifts from the generals and captains and brought the gold to the tabernacle as a reminder to the Lord that the people of Israel belong to him. The end. Okay. I, I just, I lost my motivation to make fun of that there at the end because, yeah. you know, like there was just, that's a tragedy. That's a tragedy. And that's it's a tragedy caused by God. So, right. Right. Like, I mean, it, that, that, that is human suffering and execution and, and rape and just so many things wrong with that whole scenario. Yeah. And now they didn't specifically say rape, but we all know that that's implied. That's 
what else, why does it matter that they're virgin? Right. Virgin means they did not have sex, therefore they are clean and ready to have sex. Well, and more than that, the punishment for rape if you're not married is slim to none, especially right. if it's a slave. There is no punishment. There is no punishment, basically, yeah. Other than maybe you're unclean, so. And then you go, what, take a shower outside right. your little tent community for a couple of days and you come back and you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Just the lives these people had to live back then. It's just. The, the, it's, no, no. The lives these people chose to live and then enforce upon other people. No, I was speaking more of the slaves that were yeah. enslaved. I was. Yeah. That, that's sorry. I, I didn't clarify. I should have. Um, yeah, that's uh, sorry to end on a somber note, but like that's uh, that's shitty. That is shitty. And fuck the Bible. Yep. And fuck men and fuck the Bible and fuck God and fuck the Bible. Right. Pretty all much right. fuck all the things. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Where will we going over? We will have... Or said, no, we'll have a Q&A on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Q&A on Tuesday. And then numbers 32 and 33 on, on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Um, and again, we've got our 100th episode coming up soon. Soon, and, but I don't think not, it's not, next. Not, not next week, but soon. And and we're going to... We're coming close to the end of uh, numbers here, too. Yeah, so. yeah. You guys stay tuned. We'll have some bonus episodes coming up soon. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep. Bye. Husband. Yeah, wife. Um, It's the end, so we should say all the things. We definitely should say all the things. What things should we say? So we want people to get a hold of us, and there's ways that they can do that. So one of those ways I know is email. What's that email address? Sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. And they should do that by 5 Eastern on Sundays if they want their question to be included in our new Tuesday Q&A episodes every week. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to hearing from some of our fans, for sure. Yeah. They can also get a hold of us on social media. And we have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Um, probably the easiest way would be through Twitter at sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts still. <laughs> yes, yeah, still. Still. I guess. Or dum-dum <laughs> or doo-doo. Yeah, wherever you want to go with that, I guess. Right, right. Okay. Um, yeah, so we have all those things and they should go there. Yeah, they should. Okay. And then also, oh, what else should they do? They should like, you know, review us on Apple Podcasts because that really, really helps us out. And, you know, if you are on any other podcast app, just, like, hit a heart or a like thing or something. A thumbs up. Thumbs up. Nice. Whatever the hell it is, just do it, okay? Just do it. All right. I think that's all we got. Oh, you know what? I have one more thing. Oh, she's got one more thing. Um, Thank you so much, guys, for listening and choosing us to spend your time with. We really appreciate you all, and you are definitely top shelf. Yeah. Honestly, it makes us smile just about every day. Yep. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.